It doesn't take a married person, y'all, to recognize red flags. It takes an objective person, a person that's not emotionally attached, an objective person that's not emotionally attached to be able to say, yo, I think shawty cool. You may love her, but I recognize this, 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 and that. Like um, red flag. If a person says, yo, man, your girl always in, 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 a, in a dude's face. You think the people that really love her may have the ability to see that, but an objective person that's not really emotionally attached would say, mm, I mean, she cool, but I just noticed that she, she, she doing all the googly eyes with all the cats in the room. So did that have to come from a married person? Today's episode is sponsored by O'Baron, also known as Cut Different. Cut Different is a contemporary lifestyle brand in Atlanta, Georgia, that makes life a little bit simpler with their simple but statement pieces. Known for their hoodies, hats, and bomber jackets, Cut Different has a variety of dope collections that will keep you wanting more. If you are interested in purchasing any items, please visit the O'Baron showroom located on Auburn Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia, or in their website at O'BaronAsher.com. Well, you practice that real good. Shouts out to We Cut Different. Welcome to Bandwidth, yo. Go and be great. Whatever you do, don't forget to be a lion. Too easy. Should single people give married people advice and... Should married people and or should married people give single people advice? Because mm. I, we have to be very careful. We have to be very, very careful before we say, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they shouldn't. Um, should, should. It, it, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Remember, y'all, we have to, you know, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for the business. I'm for the business. And it's going to make sense in a minute. Mm -hmm. Should single people give married people advice? Should married people give single people advice? Should divorced people give single people advice? Should gay people give straight people advice? Should straight people (laughs) give gay people advice? Yeah, I want to ask, let's ask that question. So if what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying? So before we we start making those isolated statements, oh, no, if you haven't been through it, then that means we all should just live in a categorized environment. That that because uh, I'm going to be very, very clear. Uh, I've seen bad parenting before. I've seen bad parenting before. And, and, and so what you're saying is when we see bad parenting, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be able to recognize bad parenting unless we have raised children or we have children of our own. And I think it's very, very, uh, it's, it's very, we have to be very cautious before we say, oh, if you have not, if you don't have these exact circumstances, then you can't speak to it. Yeah. Well, so uh, I want to say this, y'all. Here's, here's, here's my segment for today. I want to understand, I want you to understand this. The prerequisite to being a counselor is not that you have had to have two years of depression before Ooh, you can counsel. That's good. The prerequisite of counseling shouldn't be you have you have to have had two years of trauma and anxiety before you can be qualified to be a counselor. Or the prerequisite to being a counselor for rape victims victims shouldn't be you have had to had uh, have experienced rape before you can be a counselor or an advocate for rape victims. So I think we need to be very 
clear about that. That's my number one. Number two, we have to be careful not to point or not to paint a picture. Get this, you all. Shakira, listen to this. You're going to enjoy this. We have to be careful not to paint a picture that marriage or being in a romantic relationship is superior to being single. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm here for the business tonight. Mm. We have to really keep that in mind, especially in the church. In the church, we have made marriage the goal. We have made that the holies of holy, that you are in sin if you are single, and that the way you can holify your life is to get married. Now, here's the problem with that. There's nothing that suggests that marriage is the most important in Scripture, and there's nothing that suggests that being single is less important. There are three types of relationship statuses in Scripture. Now, I know this is not a Bible podcast, but I have to be true to who I am. Three types of relationship statuses in Scripture. Number one, single. Number two, married. Number three, celibate. Come on now. Celibacy is a gift of the Holy Spirit that God gives certain people for a specific task. Okay, so I want to say this. You are not superior or better than single people because you decided to get married. God doesn't love you more because you decided to get married. God is not trying to make everybody single. The objective is not to get single folk married. There are three types of relationship statuses in scripture that we see that are ordained by God. I'm here for the business. God ordained being single. He ordained being married. And he has ordained and given certain people the gift of celibacy. By the way, y'all, do you know that you learn? I'm talking to the Christians. Mm -hmm. Do you know that you learn everything about marriage from a single man? His name is Jesus. Come on now. Do you know that the apostle Paul was not married? The man said, I wish that you would be single like me. So you can be faithful to the ministry. But if, in fact, you can't hold out. It is better to marry than to burn what? With passion. Not burn in hell. It's, it's better to get married than to sit around, a.k.a. and be horny. Come on now. Hmm. So we need to understand that. So before we start making everything, oh, well, if you're not married, if you're not married, you shouldn't be given A, B, C, and D, blah, 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 so forth, so forth, so forth. Well, we can say that same thing. If you've been married for 35 years, mm -hmm. then you it's very difficult to tell me how to be single. Mm -hmm. If you have had legal sex for 35 years, mm -hmm. then it's, I can also say to you that you don't have, you don't have the, the, the knowledge base to tell me how to be single because you have had someone for 30 something. You yeah. see, you see how we can always twist that angle. Number three, I want to say this to people who are listening. Marriage is not the principal thing. Singleness is not the principal thing. Solomon says that wisdom is the principal thing. When he says principal, what he's saying is wisdom is the main thing, not relationship status. Wisdom is the main thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. So what does that mean? Number four. You can learn from everyone. Even stupid people give great advice. You know why? Because if a stupid person says something, that is one of the best classes you can take in a matter of 20 minutes. Because now I know what not to do, what not to say, where not to go, how not to live. 
I enjoy listening to stupid people. Have you ever been in a conversation and have you ever observed? We've seen it a lot of times. Have you ever seen someone from a distance, been in a setting, and someone did or said something that was unbecoming? What did you say to yourself subconsciously? I'm so glad I saw that because I don't hope I hope I never do that. Yeah. Do you know you just learned something from a stupid person? So we have to understand this. Hear me, y'all. You can learn from everyone, single people or unmarried people. Get this. Don't miss this, y'all. Single or unmarried, specifically single people or single people or unmarried people, that advice can be categorized as theory or untested. But everything starts with theory. Everything starts with theory and then it's tested to see if that if that particular theory can be is is useful for consideration. Did it make sense? Everything starts off with theory. So we understand that, that if a single person gives a person advice or if a married person or unmarried gives a person that single advice, it's all theory to be tested to see if it can be considered to be what we call conclusive. I'm, am I making sense? So we need to understand that, but you can learn from every one. Number five, smart people learn from their own mistakes and wise people learn from the mistakes of others. I'm going to a particular place before we, before we end this smart It's a smart person that learns from their own mistakes, but it is a wise person. We just learned that Solomon says this in the scripture. If you're a Bible reader, Solomon says that not intelligence is the principal thing. He said that wisdom is the principal thing. So wisdom does not always come from what you have experienced yourself. Wisdom says, I ain't got to go through that, but I'm going to learn it because I saw someone else go through it. So we're working our way to this end because I have 10 things. So number five, remember, smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Number six, being married for a long time does not guarantee a great marriage. So long marriages, that doesn't mean happy marriages. It means long marriage. Long doesn't mean happy, y'all. So we have to, why am I saying this? Because just because you are, just because you are married does not mean you have wisdom. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm not calling any names, but I have a family member that's been married 10,000 times. So if the prerequisite for learning about marriage was you have to be married, he would be a great source. The problem is he's been married 22,000 times. So, yes, I can learn from whatever it is he says, and I can I can decide whether or not it's useful to me. But just because people have been married does not mean that these people are wise. Just because a person is single does not mean they don't have wisdom. Just because a person is married does not mean they don't have wisdom. And just because a person that um, a person is married doesn't mean that they have wisdom. And it doesn't mean a single person. It doesn't mean that they have wisdom. So wisdom is the objective. Before I listen to anyone, I want to I want to listen for the wisdom that a person has. So leads me to my number seven. It doesn't take a married person to recognize red flags. It doesn't take a married person, y'all, to recognize red flags. It takes an objective person, a person that's not emotionally attached. For example, I have had people tell me to marry particular people because they liked them. They never asked, did I like them? 
So I have had people try to put me together with people because we seem like a good couple. Ain't that, you see what I'm saying? Y'all seem like a good couple. Now, if it seems like a good couple was the prerequisite for marriage, I think we would all be in a mess. Come on now. If I married someone because other people liked this person and they seem like a good fit for me, we would all be in a mess. So understand that, y'all. It doesn't take a married person, hear me, an objective person that's not emotionally attached to be able to say, yo, I think shawty cool. You may love her, but I recognize this, 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 and that. Like, um, red flag. Uh, if a person says, yo, man, your girl always in, in, in a, in a dude's face. You think the people that really love her may have the ability to see that, but an objective person that's not really emotionally attached would say, mm, I mean, she's cool, but I just noticed that she 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 doing all the googly eyes with all the cats in the room. So did that have to come from a married person? I just needed a person that was objective. Yeah. Man. All right. Number eight. There is what we call fundamentals, and then there are circumstances. So you have fundamental fundamental advice, and then you have circumstantial advice. All right, what do I mean by that? What's the fundamentals? Fundamentals are faithfulness, commitment, respect, loyalty, honor, etc. These are just the basics, the basics of relationships. And then we have circumstantial. Now, we'll get to circumstantial in a minute. When we talk about fundamentals, it is simply what is morally or ethically correct, right or wrong in a relationship. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to be able to say, hey, um, it's wrong to cheat. I think everybody knows that. Um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, someone that's an expert in relationship, been married for 55 years to be able to recognize, hey, if you are being abused verbally uh, and, and, and physically, that may not be a relationship that you need to stay in. So it's one thing to be able to say this. Um, hey, I'm going I'm in a, uh, an abusive relationship. Do I have to be married? If you are in a, an abusive marriage, do I have to be married to say to you fundamentally that's wrong and you should exit out of that? Now, let's go forward. Do I have to beat on a woman to be able to tell someone that's being beaten on that, hey, that's not going to end well? I think fundamentally we know that ethically and morally that's not right. So I don't have to be in an abusive relationship to be able to. So what you're saying is I will only be able to take advice about abuse from someone that's been abused. So don't talk to me unless somebody can slap the hell out of you. No, because the basics of morality, I think most humans have established. So, so, so that's fundamentals. But then we go into circumstantial um, advice, the circumstances. All right. So, for example, if someone says, um, uh, my husband is uh, unhappy and he wants to leave. And I'm unhappy and I want to leave. I don't know if every single person can speak to that. Because it's circumstantial. For example, bad advice is this. Well, if you're not happy, then leave. 
Fool, shut up. You have no... Shut... I'm about to cuss you. Because happiness comes and goes. Number one. Number two, happiness is not the responsibility of the partner. It's the responsibility of yourself. That if you're not happy, nothing or any or no person will make you happy. So for me to say, well, if y'all ain't happy, just lead in. That's idiotic. Yeah. Okay. I'm just naming certain things. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm in a conversation today, and the conversation was about relationship A, B, C, and D. And one particular party is going through several things, blah, 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 so forth, so forth, so forth. And so the person I'm talking to is like, A, B, C, and D, blah, 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 mm-hmm, something fishy going on there. And I said, well, hold on, pause, take a break. I said, there's always what? Two sides to a story. So before we start taking on a side of a person that's presenting themselves as a victim, we have to understand that there's someone else in that relationship What's my point? That was a circumstantial situation. It had nothing to do with fundamentals. It has something to do with, hey, we need to get all of the story before we start making conclusions. Yeah. All right, which leads me to my last and final point, and we got to go. Every, there, that, that every situation is different. Every situation is different. We're all in different situations and circumstances and relationships. It is your responsibility to get this. Consider what people are saying and decide whether or not that particular piece of advice, no matter who it's coming from, is beneficial for you. Before we go, that's, 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 give me some feedback on that. Yeah, that last one, that, that's what I would add. Um, making sure that the intent from the person that you're getting the advice from is pure. You know, you always want to make sure that's that's a thing. And then you can definitely take advice from people that have not experienced what you've experienced. Like you said before and, and earlier, it's wisdom. You know, you don't want to have to experience everything to be able to tell someone about something. So, um, re- especially in relationships, you know, and you want to make sure people people's motive is pure. You know, you may have friends, they're bitter about relationships, and then you come and tell them about something that's going on in your relationship, and it's like, yeah, you need to leave or you know everybody's the same you know so you just want to make sure first that you're giving your information or whatever you're going through to the right people right don't just give it to anybody but everything that you said was super valid like yeah and and you sparked something too i want to say this too before we leave y'all uh um um i think again i said this wisdom wisdom yeah if you're 25 you don't have a lot of wisdom come on now Number one, number two. Let's say you are. Let Let's say you are. I want to. I want to be able to consider where wisdom is coming from. So mm-hmm. it can be a married person. It can be a single person. But then at the same time, I want to balance that out. So if I'm looking for answers and solutions, if you've been married five years mm-hmm. and you're trying to have a long marriage, I don't want to look for someone that's been married long. Yeah. I want to look for someone that's wise and have they've been married long. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so if your only circle and if your only source of wisdom are maybe your friends circle, then you're probably going to fail in life, finances, and everything else that's going on. The objective is to look and listen for the wisdom. And then I want to say this too. There's nothing more, there's nothing more uh, there's there is something so valuable in experience. Uh, I, w- I didn't mention this too that most people that uh, mentor me, that lead me, are divorcees. Wow. All right. So so again, that isolated statement, you got to be married. Well so as soon as a person is divorced, that means they no longer can offer someone in a marriage advice. You'd be surprised, even in the church, when pastors get divorced, people leave the church because they are no longer credible. I think you're a fool. Yeah, that's. that's I think that is the stupidest thing in the world. Um, just because people failed doesn't matter. Of fact, the failure is the best advice. Mm-hmm. 
if you fail, you failed for me. I'm about to ask you all types. Of, yes. Did that make sense? Yes, I'm asking you everything. That, that blows my mind. If a person is divorced, you're mm-hmm. like, well, I can no longer sit under them mm-hmm. or listen. To, you are an idiot mm-hmm. because if you have failed, I'm going to go to you and say, what can we do to avoid yeah. the failure? That means you are more valuable than you are. Get this. That means you are more valuable than you are without without the experience. Mm-hmm. The more experiences that we go through, y'all, the more value that we place on ourselves. Yeah. Man, come on. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that that's powerful. So so so, uh, if you if you're a divorcee, if a person is a divorcee and you're trying to have a long marriage or a healthy marriage, hey, what did y'all do wrong? How can you help us? Yeah. So I'm looking for wisdom. If a, what if a person is a widow? Now they are classified as single. They no longer have a, a marriage advice. You see how stupid that is. We have to be very careful. And just because, and hear me, and if a person is single and healthy and wise, I am open to their scope and I'm open to their perspective. Man, I'm done.